Back to the recordings. You know, Aaron, I've been out for a couple of days, but other people have taken over. That's why there hasn't ah, been any recordings. Okay, got it. Um, but now we are back. Where the lines start getting wider. Well, I guess two lines before that. Pilpuli. See that? Two lines before the lines start getting wider. Not the widest, but wider. Um, so, Ketzen Varchen, right? It's a... It's, it's, what makes this parak difficult, at least for me, is just trying to figure out what the different things are. I think besides that, it's a pretty, like the ideas and the concepts are pretty easy uh, to grasp. And it's, you know, I would say a running theme as opposed to the previous chapters. We're running from one thing to another, which is nice. But again, we just sometimes just have to spend time trying to figure out what things are. So that's more pilpuli. Pilpuli are peppers, peppercorns. Rav Shmuel, Rav says the bracha is shahakol. Bracha is shahakol. Because basically, it's kind of like eating a kernel, right? Which kind of what the Gemara said earlier is that once you break it down to something that it wasn't originally meant for, it loses its inherent bracha or its assumed bracha, which would have been bar piradama, right? I mean, it is something that grows from the ground. Rava Amar, Rava says, or maybe bar piradama, no, I guess bar piradama, right? What was pilpuli? It's like a, would it be hadama or hate? Probably hadama, right? Peppers. Yeah, we're talking about peppers over here, of course. So, of course, it would be hadama, but it loses its bracha because it's, again, this is not what it was meant for. Rav Amar Lokum. Rav says you actually don't make a blessing at all. Rav goes according to his own reasoning. Rav, like Rav says, someone who eats, chews. We use the language of chew and it's not a normal thing to eat. Someone who chews, chews pepper, peppers, he's exempt, and he didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't mean you should go ahead and eat peppers the whole day, but again, we don't consider as if you messed up your fast custody. Zangbili is someone who chews ginger. It's also not a normal thing to be a kippur, pater, your pater. So you see that Rabbi does not consider it food. Mesa, the Gemara has a question. Are you Rameo? Amr, Amr says, me mashmush nemer. The Pasuk says, Barlaita Marlos is pretty young. The Pasuk says that there's a Allah of Arlo on a truce. So it says on trees, basically the Pasuk continues, when it talks about the Arla on fruits, it calls it an Eitz Meichel, right? Of course, we're talking about Eitz that gives off food. So it's like extra, it's superfluous. So why did the Torah say Eitz Meichel? The reason why you mentioned Eitz Meichel is to include another sort of fruit that you would not have thought would have been included in the prohibition of Arla. Which is what? This is what the Bryce says. Zehu pilpulin. Apparently, pilpulin, the eights and the fruit, in other words, the pepper you're eating, taste similar to each other. La metcha paplin chayavin ba'arla. This teaches us that peppers are chayavin arla. So we do consider it a fruit. We do consider it something edible. And it also comes to teach you, is not missing anything. And Eretz, you know, land that's not impoverished, it's, it's never afflicted while it eats bread. I mean, it always eats bread in, you know, in a, in, 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 a, in a way where this is considered a blessing and it's considered extra. And it's is not lacking anything. The point being that we see that pepper is included in the prohibition of Arla. So if it's included in the prohibition of Arla, we see that it's considered a food. And therefore, you can't tell me you don't make a blessing on peppers, on peppercorn. Or we're not talking about peppers, the vegetable. We're talking about, well, that's kind of what the next Gemara says. It really depends. If you dried it out completely where it's mamish like a peppercorn, peppers, then, you know, no blessing is required. Ritivasa means there's still some liquid. You know, you didn't dry it out completely and therefore still has some semblance of a food. And therefore, you would make a blessing. Amile Rabbanu Lemeim. We're gonna have a pretty similar Gemara. It says Kozanvila, where you have ginger. 
Is that true that ginger, you're not obligated? You know, you didn't break your fast? What is a mouse? A mouse is some sort of, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Some sort of mixture of ginger and honey and other things, right? What? What's it called? It's a consomania. Oh, that's what I thought, behindia. But what is it? What are they? What is it? Ginger and honey. Ginger bread and honey. Okay, so ginger and honey. So it's ginger and honey. So it says Sharia Mubarakala Barpia Dhamma. So we see clearly that Rava holds that you would make a Bari Pri Ha'adam on it. And Sharia means that it doesn't have the prohibition of Bishul Akum. But you do see you do, that you make a bracha on it. So how can you tell me that you did not break your fast? It depends if it's moist or if it's dry. Again, if you dry it out completely, the ginger, then we don't consider it something which is edible and actually does not even require a blessing. It's very hard to find nowadays food that we eat that does not require a blessing. Continues the Gemara. Chafetz Kedera. So Chafetz Kedera, Rashi says, is that many things uh, together. And Rashi seems to say there's like things that you scrape off the bottom of the pot for some reason. But whatever it is, it's a food which is a combination of mizonot and honey and other things, basically. So again, it's, it's very sweet bread mixture. What? Porridge, like a porridge. Like a porridge, right? It's kind of like a porridge. daisa, right? So Rashi says it's smashed up wheat, but again, you're mixing it with other things. It's not like bread. Yehuda says, shakol niyebidvaro. Yehuda says, you make a shakol. Rav Kana says, bar mizonot. But daisa, great dog. If it's just regular porridge, there, everyone agrees mizonos because again, it's regular grinded up wheat. N- nothing was added, and therefore you should make mizonot, right? Keep pligi, right? It's like a re- again a regular porridge. Keep pligi. The argument is a daisa kein chavitz keder. Well, what's special about a chavitz keder? Right? So the Gemara says, review the sava shakol. You make a shakol sava dufsheiker. He holds that the honey in such a mixture is the ikr, is like the primary ingredient, and therefore you would make a shahakal, right? Because you would follow the brach of the honey. Rav Kahana says you would make a mizonot. Why? Because the ikr. He holds that the wheat is the ikr, the solace, meaning the flour. The flour is the primary ingredient of the porridge, and therefore you would make a mizonot. Now the Gemara is going to go ahead and say for the next ambud that the, the opinion is going to be like Rav Kahana, because the general rule is if that there's a mizonot, Right? If there's something from the five grains mixed into this uh, tafshil, it's mixed into the dish, we will follow the mizonot. Right? We know the logic follows Rav Kahana. You know, um, follows Rav and Shmuel. Why? Because they both say, any tafshil that has within it something from one of the five grains, right? what are the five grains? Wheat, barley, oat, spelt, and rye. So any mixture that has one of those five things, or four lines from the bottom, is going to make, is going to be Mizonos. Baram b'nei Mizonos. Now we're going to quote Rav and Shmuel, three lines from the bottom, Gufa. Rav and Shmuel, Dharma Tevai, Kol Sheish, Baram Chamesh, Zaminim, Baram Lebarim Mizonos. Anything that has within it is Mizonot. V'itmar Nami, we also learned, Dharma Tevai, Kol Shehu, Mechamesh. So, I don't know if you know, right, there's one difference over here. One place they say, Kol Sheish Bo, one place they say, Kol Shehu. So the Gemara thinks that they're each trying to accomplish two different things, and the Gemara wants to know. What's the difference between these two things, right? It says, There's a very important Tosot over here, which I'll just mention. Tosot says that the only time we say that anything that has wheat inside of it, uh, you know, it carries that bracha, is because it becomes the ikr and primary taste of the item which you're eating. However, if the wheat is just being used, as Tosot is called, to basically 
ensure that the tafshil stays together. And the, the example that was always given in yeshivas, uh, Twizzlers. If you have Twizzlers, right, you know those red things, those red candy. So there, there actually is wheat in the candy, but no one makes mazonot on Twizzlers. The reason is because the wheat is all that's being used is used to hold together the candy, but it's not actually used as an ingredient for taste. So that comes from that, what? It's like a binder. Like a binder, exactly a binder, that's a good word. So we have these two statements, kol sheyeshpo mechameshet or kol shehu mechameshet, amirin. So Gemara wants to know on the bottom line, what's the difference? Why do we need these two statements? How do we just say kol shehu from the chameshet's meaning? Have a minute, mishum di'isi be'enei. I would have thought the kol shehu sounds like I could see it. Avdei teruv, if something is a, is a mixture and you can't even see the wheat, then I would think that you wouldn't make a mezonot. Kamash malan kol bo. Teachers know, kosi is bo. As long as there is within this mixture a chameshet minen, then you're going to make a mezonot. V'yashmin kosi is bo. If I just said kosi is bo, v'min kosi is bo mechameshet minen in. Then I would have thought that anything that has chameshet minen, avul oris v'dochen, so we'll go with Tosa's explanation. Right, oris is rice that we know. V'dochen is millet. Rashi actually learns oris is millet. And, and, and dochen is something else. But oris and dochen, we would have thought, v'shum da'idei taruvos, only then, you know, would Oriz and Dochen not make a Mizonet. I would have thought that Oriz and Dochen, if they are Be'en, meaning I could see it, it's not in a mixture. Kamash Malan, no, the only thing that gets a Mizonet is The only thing you make a Mizonet on is things that are from the five grains. Even if it is around, you will not make a Mizonet on. Obviously, we don't go like this, right? We make a mazonot on rice because we continue the Gemara. So right now, the Gemara is saying that we need these two statements of Rav Shmuel, either to teach you two things. One, to teach you that even if you cannot see one of the five grains, and also to teach you that only the five grains makes mazonot, and rice and millet are an exception that, they, that um, you don't make a mazonot even when you could see them. Says Gemara, is that true that rice is not mezonot v'atanya? We learned that a bright table of Pasar is someone who made rice bread or pastoch and then millet bread. You make a brach in the beginning and like a maisek there, which the Gemara usually assumes maisek there is some sort of mezonot stew or mezonot porridge. The Gabi Maisek then wants to Allah by a porridge. Tanya, we learned, Bitchil Mavachla Barmina Mazonos. First, you make a Mazonos, Ulavach, Ulavasov Mavachla Barchame and Shalosh. At the end, you make a Al Hamech, Yokimai. So, so we see that we do make a Mazonos. No, 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 it doesn't mean exactly like Maisek there. Kim Maisek there, Viloka Maisek there. It's like a porridge, but not exactly like a porridge. Kim Maisek there, in one way, it's like a porridge, the Mavachla Tchilavasov. You make a brach in the beginning and in the end. In other words, it still has a bracha in the beginning and the end, which uh, to me, I, and I still didn't get an answer. Of course, it has a bracha in the beginning and the end. I couldn't really clarify this. However, it's different. By a porridge, it's a regular mezonot, it's a regular, you know, made out of five grains, uh, you would make a al hamichia and a mezonot. But over here, by the uh, rice, no, what bracha do you make? Right, that there uh, we make the bracha bare nifashot rabot vechesronan. Right, so Tosad actually says, what are these two things? Right, God who creates nifashot rabot, like plenty and vechesronam, and they're things which we are lacking. 
So Tosav says that this bracha means the chesronam are referring to our basic needs like bread and water. And the fashot rabot are referring to things that we don't even need like apples. Like who needs apples? Apples are just for tanuk bauma. God created things just for our pleasure, even things that are not part of our uh, basic needs. So that's what Bahrain, the fashot rabot, you know, things that God created plenty, even things that are not chesronam, even things that are not, we are not lacking. Okay, so kama. Is that true that rice it's not like a regular porridge, meaning you wouldn't make them bezonatan, vatani, we learned in a brighter. Eloin maisekdera. What is a maisekdera? The following things. Chilka, tirgis, and solas. So chilka and tirgis refer to uh, kernels that are cut up, meaning we learned earlier that if you, have, if you eat straight up kernels, that's not a normal way to eat wheat, right? It's not going to have a bracha of mezonot. So chalka and teres just, just refers to the fact that you split up the kernel, meaning you, 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 you didn't grind it into flour, but at least you split it up. Meaning it wasn't a whole, you weren't eating you know, rice krispies, no, I'm kidding. No, it wasn't a whole uh, kernel in your uh, bowl. Um, and then silos is obviously flour. And zariz ve'arsan ve'orez. Right, so zarvis is also means you split the kernel into four. Arvis, arson is that you split it into five. And then you have ores. So you see that ores is a maisekadere. You see, like, again, you're making a mizonot on rice. And it sounds like you're making alamichi on rice. Right, so that's the question. Right, right now we we're saying, we're questioning whether, what the bracha of rice is. Is rice bar mizonot or not bar mizonot? Here we see that it is bar mizonot. And not only that, but it seems like you would make an alamichi Right, so next time someone asks you what's the bro- what's the proper bracha of rice, tell them the entire page in the Talmud discusses it. Hamani Rabbi ben Nuri. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. The Tanya Rabbi ben Nuri says amazing things about rice. He says Orez min daganu. Orez is a regular wheat product. You know, it's like you know v'chayav and chal chimutze kares. If it becomes chametz, you're chayav kares. V'adim yaser chavas bepesach. You bring rice cakes to your table on Pesach. You need to fulfill your obligation of matzah. Right there goes the matzah industry. Alva Rabbanan, but the Rabbanan say no. And those are about to dispute this. In other words, the opinion that you just found that says it's Mizonot and Alamechia is basically like, you know, Rechem Benuri, Av Rabbanon Lo says the Gabbanon Rabbanon Lo, Rabbanon don't hold of Oriz Vatanya, Kosa Zachita, Mivrachla Berpiadama. If you chew, you know, like a kernel, we said it lose, it's not Mizonot, it's Berpiadama. But Tachna, you grind it, you make it to flour, Afa, you bake it, Ubishlar, you cook it. So here, what we're going to be discussing now is you, you, you bake the bread, but then you cooked it. So the question is whether it loses its, um, you know, whether it loses its bread status. Because usually, you know, when bread comes to you, it's a baked product and it's whole. So we basically say, if after you cook it, if the pieces are still whole, like they're at least a kazayit, probably then, it may not but if the basically, you know, you, you cook the chal and all the pieces fall apart, then it's no longer hamotzi lechem and aretz, then it's bar minim mezonet, meaning it's still mezonet, it's still a grain product, but you can't call it chal. In order to be lechem, it has to appear like bread, and when it's cut up into pieces like that, like croutons, that's not going to be, um, it's not going to be hamotzi. What about rice? So if you just coast this, you chew like it is, you grind it, you bake it, you know, cook it, you're going to make a bracha, you know, you're going to make an al So the Gemara has a question. Money, who is the author of this Brayta? If you're going to tell me the author of this Brayta, what are Biyachim Ben-Nuri? He didn't just say it's Mizonot. 
He just said, he, what did he say? He says, When you make you know, rice into bread, basically, if you bake it, if you grind it and bake it, it's going to be full-fledged bread. And shalash brachas. What shalash brachas? So rather you see must be the Rabbanon. And what do you see from the Brayta? That you make a Mizonot and then you make an al which is a question on who to Yufta, the Rav Shmuel to Yufta. So it's a question on the Rav. Rav Shmuel said that rice is not Mizonot, right? We see from the Brayta very clearly that rice is Mizonot. Now there, there, there will be one thing we'll clarify in Amit Bet, and that is that we assume that the Bracha Chona for rice is Barina Fashot, right? not al so, so that we'll see on Amad Bet. But right now, what it would seem like is that we have Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri, who says rice is full-fledged bread. Basically, you can, if you bake it and, you know, again, you grind it and bake it, it's going to be Hamotzi Lech and Berchat HaMazon. Rabbanan seem to say that no, rice will be Mizonot and Berchat Me'en Shalosh, meaning Al HaMechia. So we've definitely proven the Bracha Rishona. Then we still have to deal with the Gemara. We'll get back to the Bracha Achrona on Amad Bet. Amar Mar, Hakosis Esachita, again, you chew the, the kernel. I we learn not like that. Right. In other words, you bless the ones who created seeds. Right. So lo kasha. That's not a question because really we had an argument in the Mishnah. What was the first machloket in Kates and Mevarchin? You know, in that Mishnah, the first Mishnah says al yirakot vegetables. Basically, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion, mentioned in the first mission, that every vegetable, that we assume there's one bracha for things that go from the ground and not on trees, is hadama. Rabbi Yehuda said, if it's a seed, more like a seed, you say more like more specific, and if it's a vegetable, just regular herbages, then you would make a dishaim. So basically, the opinion who said on wheat, you would, you would make is probably Rabbi Yehuda, says you specify the brachi. I will be there soon. I will be there soon. Barmine, uh, um, they want to come to that film already? <laughs> right? So we said that someone who chews the rice makes a barpiyadama. And let's say you bake it, even if the process are kayamas, meaning it, it looks like bread, basically. <laughs> Still, you're going to make mazanot and al we learned in a brisa, so this is what I was talking about. We learned in a brisa that in the end you don't say anything. Now Rashi says, it doesn't mean you don't say anything, it means barnefashat. Meaning barnefashat we consider lav klum. Barnefashat we consider like nothing. So we have a contradiction. One place it says you say berchat mein shalosh, right? And one place it says levisof laklum, you say barnefashat. So Amr Shesh says, that's not a question. Lo kasha, haram gomil, haram banan. Yeah, yeah. What I, know, what I just said, yes to. Amr Shesh says, lo kasha, haram gomil, haram banan. One is Ram gomil, one is the rabbanan. Meaning, this is a machloket tanaim. Detanya zehakla. Lutan machlokas tanaim. Zehakla kal shum, shivataminim. Very, very important, bright. Anything that's from the shivataminim, right? Eretz Chitos or Gefenus in every moon. I mean, two bishvats on Monday, right? Gemil says, you say, what's Shalash Brachot? Bench, right? He holds it, you say, Brachat Amazon, 
you eat a pomegranate, you bench. You say, Berkat Amazon. no, Berkat Achat Men Shalosh, like what we do. So, there's a story with Rabban Gamliel as follows. They were eating in the, in the attic in, in Jericho. And some brought a date. And they gave Rabbi Kiva the honor to make the blessing for everyone. And he made a Al Hamichia, or Al Haes, I should say, right? Until when will you, you know, put your head in between a dispute? Meaning, you just follow the opinion of the Rabbanan. Ram Gamil, what Ram Gamil held? That you see Berkat Amazon. And you had Rabbi Kiva, Gamil honored Rabbi Kiva with Benjamin, and he did like the Rabbanon. I'm like, I'm sorry, even though you said this, and your friend said this, you have once taught us, when individual argues on the plenty, when, when there's a majority against you, follow the majority. So the Chamim are the majority, so sorry. Rabbi Yehuda Amar. Right, it's kind of uh, you know think about the first Mishnah Brachot, kind of similar conversation between the students. Rabbi Yehuda, um, Rabbi Yehuda says Mishmo. Rabbi Yehuda said, meaning in his own name, Kol Shul Taminim. Anything that's from the Sheva Taminim, Velo Min Daganu, and it's not wheat. Oh, Min Dagon, Velo Asapas, or it is wheat, but it didn't wasn't made into bread. Ram Gamliel Omer Shalosh Brachot. The Chachamim Omer Bracha Achat. Right? So again, Ram Gamil would still say that you bench. The Chachamim say Bracha Achat, meaning you go ahead and say one Bracha, which is Me'ain Shalosh. Says the Gemara, Kol She'eno, we'll, we'll get to the point, this is the point why we need, Kol She'eno lo Meshivat Aminim. Or something is not Meshivat Aminim. V'lomin Dagon. And it's not from wheat. Kigon, Pat Oriz, like rice bread or rice cakes. V'dochin, or millet cake. Ram Gamil, Omer Bracha, Zmeachas, Ben Shalosh. So when Gamil says, you say, Al and the Chamim say, Lo Klum, nothing, which is, Baron Nefashot. So again, we had a contradiction. One place, the Brightest said, Rice, you make a Al HaMechia. One place, we say, Baron Nefashot. So we're saying it's, in fact, a dispute between the Chachamim and Ram Gamil. Says Gamar, Bamayu Kim to Ram Gamil, that really, it's, you're going to tell me that the Brighter which said that you make an Al HaMechia is like Ram Gamil. That can't be, right again. In other words, the brighter which had said that it's al hamichya would be like Ram Gamil. Is that true? Ema sefer the ratio. What does the sefer of that brighter say? Tezim ena prutos kayamos betchila mevarcha labar menazos ulusayf mevarcha labarcha achas min shalosh. It says that if it says by the bread, right, that if the chala, if the bread has fallen apart, you make a mezonot and you, then you make al hamichya money. Who is this like? Iram Gamil could. Could this be like Ram Gamil? I mean, could Ram Gamil hold that bread that falls apart in the cooking process will lose its bracha of hamotzi, and it, you won't make a al, you know, you won't make and you won't bench anymore, and you won't say brachat hamazon hashtag kosevet vadaisa. If we find that Ram Gamil on dates basically says and daisa Ram Gamil give brachat, you will say you will say brachat hamazon. It may not prove kayamos mibayi, right? In other words, of course you're going to make. A berchat amazon on challah that falls apart. You can't tell me that dates are better than challah that falls apart. Elapshita rabbanan. Really, it's the rabbanan. Ihachi kasha the rabbanan davanan. So now we have a contradiction. One place the rabbanan say you say burn and fashot, and one place they say alhamichia. Elalam rabbanan. Really, rabbanan. And vitani, you have to amend the original bright. Meaning, although the original bright said you make an alhamichia, you have to change it vitani. You should learn, you should understand it, that what it meant was, was Gabi Orez, Ulevisov, Inavrach Lovleklum. And you should amend it that by rice, you're going to make a Barnefashot and not a Al Hamichia, right? So again, this is the, uh, basically the entire Amr and a half discussed the Bracha Rishona and the Bracha Achrona of rice. Okay.
Now let's get back to, um, so now we're going to discuss other, other porridges or other mixtures of bread and, you know, flour and honey and different things. Amar Rava, Hariyato Dechaklai. Rashi says, again, is another example of Chavitz Kedera. It seems like another form of a porridge, as the Gemara will be clear. It says, Hariyato Dechaklai, if it was made in Chaklai, there they put in a lot of flour. They were not gluten-free. So there they made a mezonot. My time, but the samida ikr the chaklay, the way they made it, the flour was the primary ingredient. The mechuzah, the loy mafshi bakimcha, and mechuzah, where flour is not the main thing. Bevarachalav shakol niyabidvaro. My time, because there in mechuzah, they liked sweet things, right? And if you know about mechuzah, it makes sense that they will like sweet things. My time, but dush ikr, the honey is the primary ingredient. Hadamarava, no, doesn't make a difference. Idi vidi bar minim zonot. In both cases, it's going to be We have a rule that anything that you know, has the chameshet meaning is going to be barminimza. So it's a pretty easy rule to follow. This is one of the main rules you have to know. Basically, just to clarify for a moment, usually we have a rule in brachot called ikr v'tafel, right? You have food in front of you, you have an ice cream sandwich, you have all these complicated foods which have different ingredients. You have salads and things mixed up, you have soup, many complicated discussions, and hopefully we'll get to it. Um, basically says that, that overrides the rule of Ikr v'tafel and chameshet aminim is never considered tafel. That's like the basic understanding. One of the famous questions is bread or chicken, otherwise referred to as schnitzel. Can I tell my schnitzel? So my bracha shall schnitzel. Shakol. If it's made out of breadcrumbs, your breadcrumbs on top, so uh, my Rebbe used to, uh, so they brought it to Rebbe Yashiv, they brought it to Rebbe Yashiv and said, you know, he was, you know, food wasn't really his thing. He said, what do they call it? What do they call it? He said, schnitzel, chicken. He said, so it's chicken. They call chicken, it's chicken. And that, that, was, that was the halacha. And, uh, you know, so, but uh, some people, uh, you know, whatever, some people like to eat, a, make a bracha on a pretzel before they eat the schnitzel in order to make sure, because that's, that's a big question, is why schnitzel shakal and not mizonot. But, you know, so you do see from the case of schnitzel is that there, it's, it's, not, it's not maybe as simple as we assume that anything that has a chameshet minei dagan will automatically be considered uh, mizonot. Amar Rav Yosef, hai chavitza. Again, we have this chavitza. Chavitza is... Um, this uh, bread that was then cooked and now has different pieces of bread. So the ace room kazais, if there's still kazais pieces of bread, still retains its regular status of bread. If it doesn't have, um, you know, uh, pieces that are kazais, right? then it's going to turn into al hamichya. Amar of Yosef, how do I know this? The Tanya from a brighter. Because what does it say? Right? The Menachos, right? A carbon Mincha, which was obviously made out of flour. It was baked and then sometimes cooked or sometimes fried. So it says, so you, they would say, Interesting thing. They would make some sort of bracha of Shachyanu. They would take to eat it. And they would make Hamotzi. And it was learned there. That before they would do the kmitza of the kulin potat and kazayas, before they would do the kmitza, because it would be too hard if you have basically an entire uh, baked, uh, fried mincha in front of you in a pot, it was a little hard to just do kmitza. Kmitza already had to be a little crumbled. So, what they would do is kulin potat and kazayas, they would split everything into kazayat. So, again, the point is that as long as a kazayat remains, you would be able to make a hamotzi lechem mina aretz. 
Amalei Abaya, Elamiata. Litana de Bey, read the Amar Parchanach Machzir and the Sultan, Hachanami, the Labai, Beruche, Hamotzilach, and Aretz. In other words, the Bey was of the opinion that they would basically crush it up until it reached like flour, meaning there were no pieces left. And in other words, that opinion said it wasn't enough just to break it up into different pieces. That opinion says they would break it up into flour. And yet it says, You're going to say in that case, you wouldn't make hamotzi. If you're going to tell me that in that case, you wouldn't make hamotzi, it's not true. Again, so you have this carbon mencha, this flour offering, and then it was baked and cooked, and you broke it up into fine pieces, meaning apparently all the way into flour. And it says, If you gather from all of it, it's going to be a kezayit. And if you eat it, so if it's chametzu anish kares, you're going to get kares. You're going to fulfill your obligation on Pesach. Right? So we see that it is considered full-fledged bread, even though you grinded it up to a flour. Right? Until now, we said it has to be, you know, has to be at least a kazayit, the pieces in here. You grind it up the mincha completely, and then you put it back together, and it sound, at least it says you gathered all the flour, and you ate it, and you make hamotzi, even though no piece was left to be a kazayit. Says the Gemara, hachamayiskin bisha'arsan. Right, so what does that mean, bisha'arsan? What does it mean, bisha'arsan? So Rashi says that basically, Rashi says you basically kneaded it again together, and you baked it again. So meaning, as you grind it up the flour, you did your kmitza, and then when you went, to, so the way it works is you bring your mincha, right? How do you bring your mincha? You, you bake it, you cook it. The Kohen does kmitza. Then after he takes the kmitza, you permit it to eat the rest of the mincha, right? That's the way it works. And then what happened was, is he took all the flour, and then it wasn't that he made hamotzi on the flour. He then put it back together and then baked it again, which you're, of course, permitted uh, to do, because at that point, it's, again, permitted for a Kohen uh, to eat the way in which he wishes to. So that's what it means over here. So even though, so it wasn't left to be a kezais. You ate it when it was larger than a kezais. Says the Gemara, Ibisha Arsan, Haishaachlan. The Gemara is asking a dicta question. What does it say? Shaachlan, which means they ate a lot of it. It said, Shaachlumi Bailey. If they put the flour back together again, where it was a large piece, like a large chala again, then it should have said, Shaachlu, they ate it. Shaachlan sounds like they ate many things and combined it together. But if they made it into one chala, it should have said, Shaachlu. So you're right. So it says, more, Ella, you have to put in the word Ella. Says the Gemara, that you're right. Really, it did not, really, it did not, you did not mix it up again to, you know, and then make another chala. But Rashi says over Chiddush over here is that the only time we consider, the only time we, we will say that it loses its bracha of hamotzi when you crush it up, when you crush up the whole thing. But let's say you have a large lachem, which is what we had by this mincha, and part of it you made into small pieces. In that case, Rashi, the Gemara is saying you would still retain its, its original bracha because it came from a lachem gadol. It came from a large lachem. It's a big chidush because the way it's in front of you, what does it make a difference that, you know, where it came from? But Rashi is saying as long as that lachem gadol, right, if you look at Rashi just very quickly, Rashi is avol, you didn't mix it. Rashi says part of the bread remaining was not completely crumbled up. Then it won't, uh, you know, then it's going to lose its bracha of hamotzi. That's how the Gemara concludes. What's the conclusion? This, you know, this porridge type of thing, again, or this bread, which you then cooked, Afagav delays by Peru and Kezayit, 
even though it doesn't have a peruvin, mevarach alav hamotzi lechem in aritz, you're going to make hamotzi, amar rava, but there's one condition, vhu di'ikalav teruta dinama. It has to, in other words, he says, even if it doesn't, right, this is a chidush, ha'ichavitza, even if it doesn't have a peruvin kezait, you're going to make hamotzi lechem in aritz, I mean, he doesn't agree with this whole uh, concept, right? Again, what you see? Again, you take bread, you cook it up into smaller pieces, it's still going to be hamotzi. However, it says Rav, a new, a new condition. Dika love turito dinama. What does it mean, turito dinama? And it still has to have the appearance of bread. Right? This is very important. Allah has to have the appearance of bread. We're not going to get into the discussion, but some say it might be machok svarim and ashkenazim, but regarding wraps, right? You have about a tuna wrap or egg wrap, so an ashkenazim hold that you don't make hamotzi lechem minaretz on a wrap. Because a, wrap, a tortilla? Yeah, um, no, not like a tortilla. Like those soft, very, very soft wraps, you know, that you've, like Izzy's has. You know, you're buying Izzy's. Like, I don't know, not really tortilla. Maybe tortilla even, is even more obvious, but a wrap, you would have thought it's basically bread. I mean, it's basically, it's, it's a, definitely a wee product, but we, we usually assume that that's a mezonot because it doesn't have turuta denama. It doesn't have, that's not what bread looks like. Not what bread looks like, at least from where we come from. Says the Gemara, it continues, a period over here. Turiknin. Chayavan bechala. So Tariknan are subject to chala. Now again, chala will only be obligated if it has the status of like grain product. So what is Tariknan? Chiyasa Ravan Amar Yachanan. Tariknan Peturman Chala. Tariknan is part of Chala. My Tariknan. What is Tariknan? Amar Abaya. My says Kuva Daara. What is Kuva Daara? So Rashi says that they would make some sort of cavity, some sort of hole at the bottom of the stove or bottom of the oven, and they would throw in water and flour. So basically, it, was, it wasn't mixed. Usually, before you put something into an oven, right, before you bake it, you mix it together, you mix it into a dough, and then you put it into the oven. Here is a very loose batter. They just mixed everything in into a small hole in the oven. So it kind of formed and mixed together naturally, and you didn't actually put it together. So the question is whether that's considered bread or not. Because again, it's a, a loose batter, it seems. Okay, so Amarava, so, so it's a dispute. Is it obligated in challah or pater? My teruk in number kuva da'ara, kuva da'ara. So therefore, it's going to be pater. Fine. That that's one thing. Kama. Um, another thing is Teresa. by Teresa pitur mina Teresa is pater mina My Teresa. What is Teresa? Ikidami gvil mersach. So it's gvil mersach. So Rashi seems to say it's a similar type of thing. This might even be worse. So you took flour and water in a kli and you basically laid it over a stovetop and basically it just kind of burnt and, you know, and was made by itself. So it's, it wasn't even in a tight spot or tight space like the, the first case was. You had a hole at the bottom of the stove, you fill it in and you kind of see what happens. Here, um, again, it was just laid over a stove. V'ikadamri, that it's Nahama Dahanka. What's, what's Nahama Dahanka? What is that? So oh, apparently this is Indian bread. What is Indian bread? This is dough baked on a spit while being smeared constantly with oil and raw eggs. Okay, so it's on a spit, meaning it's even further away from the fire, I guess. And some say that it's bread that's made for a kutach. What is a kutach? A kutach is a dip made with sour milk, moldy bread crust, and salt. Sounds lovely, right? So, so all these things, again, the bread is not braided, it's not made in its regular form where it's kneaded, it's mixed. Well, what? 
I'm saying Kutach Rashi says the, what's the problem? It's the Rashi says the problem. You're right. The problem with uh, Kutach is a different problem than the other two. The other two seem to be that it wasn't like a dough. It wasn't a proper dough before you baked it. Here it's the way you baked it, which is says Rashi ain't often betanur ella bechama. You only baked it in the sun. So what's the halacha? Tanur bechira we have a contradiction. One place says exempt from chal, one place says obligated. It says the Gemara, it depends. But there the reason is clear, right? What you do with it, right? In other words, the way you produce it is, will make a difference. Why? Asanka oven says the Gemara, if you actually prepare it in a way similar to bread, meaning you, you, know, you turn it into rolls, a ka'avin, meaning you, you put it all together, then chayavin, then you're going to be chayav. But if kilimudin, kilimudin Rashi says, kinesarim, you just place it out like a board, right? You don't actually form it like a lachmaniyat. You don't form an oven, meaning oven if it's like thick, right? And it's, it's, it's all together, then that's considered like bread. But kilimudin, if it's, if it's a board, then you'll be pater. Okay, very good. We'll start from here tomorrow. Good timing, Baruch. Okay.